Welcome to episode 67 of the I Want to Party with Bob Bobcat. We interrupt this Bobcast with a special news flash bulletin. We have had reports of a werewolf sighting in Clearwater, Florida. Reports that are just now coming in are saying there may have been several werewolf sightings in the Clearwater, St. Petersburg, and Tampa Bay areas. Some of these reported sightings have been at high school basketball games, and we even have some reports coming in that there are up to four werewolves wrecking havoc on the good people of the Clearwater, St. Pete, and Tampa Bay areas. Hold on, I've got a live feed coming up. We've sent out Man About Town and Special News Flash Double Knot Investigator Bob to the Tampa Bay area to investigate. We'll switch now to Bob, who is on the ground in Florida with the latest. Bob? Thanks, Bob. This is Bob, reporting live from the Tampa Bay area for the I Want to Party with Bob News Network. Right now, I'm on the ground in Clearwater, Florida. I was here on assignment already looking into the recent allegations against the President of the United States, the Scientology, Donald Trump, Steve Bannon, Louis DeJoy, Betsy DeVos, Trump Jr., Eric Prince, Roger Stone, Ivanka Trump, money laundering, election fraud, Nazi ceremony, All Lives Matter, Goodyear boycott, COVID-denying P-tape scandal. I was also on assignment in the area looking into the recent allegations against Mike Pence and his alleged affair with Howdy Doody. More on those stories later. Werewolves, creatures of legend, creatures of the nights, or are they the modern-day scourge of the Tampa Bay, Florida region? And you thought Florida man and anti-maskers were bad? Wait till you hear about werewolves in Florida. I, for one, could not see how werewolves could exist in Florida, as this state is one of the hottest and most humid states in this great land of ours. There have been several reports of werewolf activity in this area, So let's begin with my first lead in this story, a hardware store in Clearwater that might have some answers for us. An informant supplied me with the name of one of these suspected werewolves, one Michael J. Wolf. Mr. J. Wolf is a high school basketball star and employee at Howard's Hardware, located in downtown Clearwater. While we head to Howard's Hardware, what exactly is a werewolf? Werewolves, or lycanthropes as they are also known, are mentioned as far back as the 2nd century BC by the ancient Greeks. The legend of werewolves was especially prevalent in Europe during the Middle Ages. In fact, most of what we know of werewolves today comes from tales told in medieval Europe. Half man and half wolf, a werewolf is created by either a curse or the bite or scratch of another werewolf. Werewolves are said to only appear during a full moon, though this may not be true, as medieval Europeans also believe that satanic rituals, magic, or even simply adorning oneself with a cloak made of wolf skin could transform you into a man-eating beast ravenous for human flesh. Is there a cure for the werewolf curse? Other than death, it appears unlikely. Oh, here we go, here's Tony's liquor. I think we should stop here first, as I have just received a tip from my informant 
stating that something strange happened here recently, which may be related to this story. Also, I need a beer. Hi. Hi. Uh, I'd like a four-pack of the Plan 9 Ale House Astro Zombies, please. The beer that is a hazy IPA with El Dorado and Mosaic hops and has a 6.8% alcohol by volume. You don't say. Yeah, um, how much is that? Do you have any ID, Sonny? You little bastards won't give up, will ya? Listen, no ID, no goddamn beer. Can't you get that through your thick skull? Give me a four-pack of the Plan 9 beer! Uh, yes sir, right away. Well, that was interesting. Seems I may look younger than my actual age. I did lose it a little bit back there, but I do get a little testy if I don't have access to my Plan 9 Alehouse beer. I think I'll try one before we head to Howard's Hardware. So good, so crisp, so refreshing. Did you know you too can enjoy Plan 9 Alehouse's beer? The beer I'm enjoying right now is available at Plan 9 Ale House, which is located at 155 East Grand Avenue in sunny downtown Escondido, California. Plan 9 Ale House is open for outdoor dining, takeout, and delivery of the finest beer and foods in the land. Visit Plan 9 Ale House on the internet at www.plan9alehouse.com or give them a call at 760-489-8817. Plan 9 Ale House is open from 3 p.m. till 7 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday, so stop on in. Well, now that I've waited the legal amount of time for my age, weight, and physical condition in order for the alcohol to leave my system, let's head to our next stop. While we're driving over to Howard's Hardware, let me tell you about my introduction to some of the individuals involved in this breaking story. I was at Fest 18 in Gainesville, Florida in October of 2019. While I was walking around town on another assignment, you may remember my special report on how many PBR tall boys a 49-year-old man can drink and still function from my Fest 18 special coverage of late 2019. Yes, well, I was reporting on that story when I walked past a bar and heard the sounds of a band playing Misfits songs. I went in, lo and behold, it appeared a group of werewolves were playing these songs. Quite well, I might add. Unfortunately, I didn't get any more information on the werewolves in this band on that night, as I can verify that the answer to my PBR tall can special investigation was coming to a stumbling, crashing, and very sleepy end. I grabbed some five-star pizza and went back to our local news affiliate for the night. However, the next night, I found out the name of this group of basketball uniform-wearing, rocking and rolling werewolves, and the name of that group was Wolfface. I followed them briefly, 
Then I lost them again as the second phase of my PBR tall can investigation resumed that night. In the interim, between Fest 18 and now, I've tried to stay up on the wolf face story, though I've been on many other assignments since then and have been unable to do this story justice until this time. I can tell you, Wolf Face released a full-length record in February of 2020 titled Still Golden, which you have heard slight snippets of in the background while I've been on this special report earlier on. Ah, here we are. We're at Howard's Hardware, and hopefully Michael J. Wolf will be present. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. What was the score? Wait, don't tell me. I'll lose count. How's business, Mr. Howard? I don't know how they expect me to compete with the big boys. I'm not Sears Roebuck. How can I help you? I'm looking for Michael J. Wolf. I heard he helps out around here sometimes. He was looking a little tired, so I gave him some easy work. Sent him to the high school with a delivery. Kid might need some steroids or something. Listen, I gotta get back to work. Don't take it personally, but these bolts won't count themselves. From here, we can walk. The high school is only a couple of blocks away. Hopefully, we'll run into Michael J. Wolf. You know what, though? I just remembered there's a big game tonight. Oh, hey, hey. Here comes Michael J.'s friend and neighbor, Lisa Boof Marconi. Let's ask her if she's seen Michael. Boof, how the hell are you? No. Great talking to you. Guess Boof doesn't want to talk. Boof might still be a little upset at Michael J. Wolf due to his supposed recent tryst with a young lady by the name of Pamela. Poor Boof might be in love with a werewolf. I'll have to remember to give her some silver bullets and wolfsbane just in case. Well, here's Clearwater High. Let's head on in. Here we are at the big game. Well, well, well. There's Michael J. Wolf. Looks like there's a break in the action. Let's go talk to him. Listen, L listen, Bob, uh, I've got to talk to you about something because it's making me nuts. Yeah, well, I hear you, but if it's that intense, I'll need a solid buzz to think clearly. Good thing I have three more of those Plan 9 Alehouse Astro Zombie 16-ounce cans in the car. Look, look, I, I, I wouldn't even, uh, I wouldn't mention it to you, except I, I gotta talk to someone. Are you gonna tell me you're a Dracula? I'm not a Dracula. I'm, uh, I'm not a werewolf.
Welcome, Michael J. Wolf, to the I Want to Party with Bob podcast. We're going to talk to him a little bit, ask a few questions about his band, Wolf Face. Welcome, Mr. J. Wolf, or Michael J. Wolf. Hey, How should I say that? <laughs> Michael J. Wolf, or that's great. Or just Michael. <laughs> now, <laughs> all right. First and foremost, why Teen Wolf? Why have a band that's all about the movie Teen Wolf? Okay. So this is really the first interview I've done where I'm talking about the reality of the situation as opposed to giving an answer like, well, you saw my movie back in the 80s about me being a teenage werewolf, blah, 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 and that's how it's fun. So really, um, you know, I wrote probably about seven years ago, I demoed just some songs for fun in my, in my bathroom, and I suck at writing lyrics. I don't like writing lyrics because I don't feel like I have anything really uh, profound to say. And so I just picked the movie Teen Wolf because I like it okay. <laughs> I wrote a bunch of songs about Teen Wolf. And it kind, of, it kind of fit. It worked. It worked great. Do you really, do you love the movie Teen Wolf? Is it, to you, one of your favorite movies? That kind of thing? I, I grew up with it. I wouldn't call it my favorite movie. <laughs> you know, in fact, I probably haven't even watched it since I started. Well, no, I have watched it since I, since I started Wolf Face because I've watched it for inspiration for lyrics. But uh, I oh, mean, you, you'd have to. I would think you would have to do that at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen it 30 times, you know, so obviously I like it, but it's not going to be on my top three list, believe it or not. <laughs> well, what is okay? Then what, what would be the give me your top three movies? Say, what would your top three movies be? I, I'd probably say my favorite movie is Magnolia. Remember that movie? Magnolia. It was, um, with Tom, it was a super depressing movie. It's by the guy who did, uh, I forget his name. A bunch of other depressing movies. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's a super weird, depressing movie. Tom Cruise is in it, John C. Riley, and like frogs rain down from the sky at some point. Check oh, it out. Oh, I do remember it, that movie. Depressed. Yes. And I think I remember purposefully avoiding it because it looks so goddamn sad. We're like, whoa, man, no, I can't, yeah, yeah. I can't do this. I can't. You know. I don't know why I, I don't know why I like it so much, but I, I really like that movie a lot. Um, God, dude, I can't, I don't know, man. We watched Jaws with the kids the other week, and that's a fantastic movie. That so is in my great head movie. right now, it's probably top three in my head just because I saw it recently. Um, I don't know, man. I can't think of anything else on top of my head. Well, let me. Mario Boren's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I ask is because I just wanted to say no matter which of those movies you picked, I'm really glad you didn't decide to do a Magnolia based band. I was going to take one of those movies and say, okay, I'm glad you didn't base your band on this because Team Wolf is a pretty great movie to base a band and a whole mythology around. Way more fun. I would say so. When did you start Wolf Face? Like 2011-ish? Something like that? Yeah. Uh, so it's probably, I think we've been going for a little over seven years now. So 2012, maybe 2013. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right. You guys are based in St. Pete in Florida, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm in Clearwater, which is like 15, 20 minutes from St. Pete. The other dudes are in St. Pete. We're all kind of considered the Tampa Bay area. Sure. In Florida, so it's really more Tampa, you know, but yeah, we're all pretty close. Oh, so you're Clearwater. You're home of the uh, the Scientologists, the downtown Scientologist oh. district, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I grew up here, um, and I am a Scientologist, just so you know. Oh, you are? Um, I didn't know that. No. You fucker. I'm just kidding, Bob. I, I love saying that to people. Because I, I was like, the tone real fast, you know? 
I was like, where's the end record button? If I can find that real quick. Yeah. <laughs> All the questions are going to change like, <laughs> right. immediately when I said I am a Scientologist. Well, you no, no, I'm not. But yeah, we're, we're definitely around that nuttiness. We were in Clearwater last time. We were out in Florida and saw the buses taking people to the big buildings and shit. That is some of the fucking craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, we're, what are they doing? Where are they going? It's like all secret, you know? Yeah, it's very cultish. And in fact, there's this huge building by a road I always drive by to work that they just built. And it's this giant warehouse building with no windows at all. And um, I can't figure out what it's for. It must be a fire hazard because there's no windows. There's like two little doors in this giant building. And I don't know what's going on there. So there's some weird stuff going on. Wow. Yeah, I know they they the people that were driving us around were saying the people that they get out there, like the recruits or whatever, They'll put them up in these hotels that they own, these like shitty little hotels or motels or whatever. Then they'll bus them to a building. And we were there. It was like 10 at, 10 at night and the buses were still going strong. They take them to like do accounting work and fucking crunching numbers yeah. or whatever the fuck it is that they do. And it was like, oh, man. And don't they have a lot of sway in local politics in the Clearwater area, too? They they do. Um it's interesting because there was like recently a big hubbub with the city council about not wanting them to buy a bunch of land, stuff like that. It's kind of interesting. So there was a bunch of negative press against them for that. And I think the city council ultimately voted against Scientology. So they definitely have pull, but you know, I think most people kind of roll their eyes at the whole thing, you know? Yeah. It's interesting. It's, 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 it's strange. Off the Scientology subject and back to Wolfface. <laughs> When you started the band, like you said, you were kind of like, I, I want to make some music, but I don't really want to write lyrics. So I think I'll just do this Teen Wolf kind of stuff. Were there any goals in mind? Did you say like, hey, you know, we want to make this a band and go out and have fun? And and was it like a kind of a plan thing or did it just kind of grow as you went? It's really weird, Bob. So I did that demo and it was, just, it was literally just something for me. I hadn't been in a band in probably um, a decade. And I never intended to be in a band again. It was just kind of a, me being creative on my own. And I gave a demo to a bunch of friends of mine just for fun. And they ended up really liking it. I did, and, you know, friends say that no matter what. And they passed it around to other friends. And eventually this, this guy who was, who was in a local band down here somehow got his hands on it and offered us a slot at a show in St. Pete. And, and at that time, it was just me. It wasn't a band yet. Ah, okay. And uh, so he reached out to me. And I was like, well, you know, we're not a band, but that sounds like kind of fun. And so uh, at that point, I got the band together and we became a band just to play that show. And I was like, I wanted to go all out with a goofy ass. In fact, I ordered all these different werewolf masks off Amazon trying to figure out what, what looked the dumbest. And, uh, <laughs> and the, ones we used, the, the ones we used looked the dumbest. So, we, so I was like, we're going to dress up like Teen Wolf and these dumbass looking masks. We're going to play the show. We're going to just rip it up. People are going to hate it. They're going to laugh. They're going to think we're dumb. And literally, I thought that would be it. You know, I didn't think anyone would really like it. I thought it'd be funny for me and fun for me and like my other dudes in the band. But people really liked it. And then suddenly we started getting all these show offers and people were coming. You know, it was like I've been in other bands where most of the shows have two people there. You know what I mean? Sure. And every once in a while, you get like 20 people at the show. And that's like great. Well, this wasn't like that at all. Like we were packing places very early on. To my total surprise, and uh, and that's just it. You know, they people kept offering us shows, and we kind of we haven't worked that hard <laughs> to do what we've done. You know, which is nice. I mean, oh, sure, yeah, uh, yeah. 
having been in bands before Wolfface, you know that how that works, like how big of a pain in the oh, ass yeah. that can be to be in a band, you know? A hundred percent. And like booking shows, I don't, I refuse to book shows because I don't want anything to do with it. Like, and dealing with other bands, there are a lot of bands I love and bands are usually super cool, but I just, I, I do the, I, I do the whole, I'm too old for this shit thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so we've been very lucky and uh, very, every once in a while, you know, we'll have that show like out of town where there's three people there. You know, we play, we have fun still. And I tell the dudes, you know, this is what it's usually like for most bands all the time. And I was like, we're so lucky. Like, like a weird thing is very, uh, or the privileged in that respect because <laughs> our goofy werewolf mask and stuff. Wow. Know? That's great. So right from the beginning, it almost was like, ah, it's This is just going to be fun and kind of a one-off thing. And then, yeah, that's it. And it was like, oh shit, people actually kind of really like this. That's one thing I it's wanted to say when surprise. at last fest, when I was kind of getting ready to go on, like right after you guys and I'm standing there backstage and I'm listening and I'm kind of, and I hear the whole fucking crowd. Like what? I don't know how many people were there. Like 600 people. Oh, you know, I was like, Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's, so, it's so fun, man. That's so fun. That's, oh, here. I made something for this, uh, just for this episode too. Uh Oh, I had to make you, I had to make you feel at home a little bit there with, yeah, the breathing. You're going to make me breathing. turn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, what uh, what are the names of the other people in the band? Thank you, Bob. Yes, you're welcome. Anytime, anytime, of course. I, I, I'm Michael J. Wolf, obviously. The guitar, my guitar player, backup singer is Rain Wolf. And we give him that name. It's like uh, the Rain Man. And I give him that name just because he's like the most ridiculously talented musician. And like he just picks up songs. He'll hear a song and play the whole thing. And like, so I, I think he's like the rain man, you know, so he's rain wolf. And then we have the good wolf on bass. He's a good wolf just cause he's a really good, good person and wolf. And then we have wolf fart on drums and he's wolf fart just because he didn't like that name and I wanted to stick with it. So <laughs> that's it. Wolf fart, the drummer wolf fart. What is the story with Mr. Wolf fart stepping in human poop? I heard a little rumor about this that he was he was trying really hard not to step in poop and somehow he still managed to do that. If you can you elaborate on that for me? I, I personally love the story. I don't know if anyone else will, but Wolfbar's like the guy in the band that I might butt heads with. Like him and I are the only two people who kinda cannot get along sometimes. I love the kid to death, but you know, well, we'll he's butt a drummer. Heads and yeah, yeah, he's a drummer. That's how it, he, that's how it goes for drummer. drummers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I know. But I love the kid. He's a great kid. Uh, but he drives me nuts about some things sometimes. And he, him and his wife are going on a trip to San Francisco, right? And he was reading all these stories about how like, there's a real problem with human shit on the streets and on the sidewalks, right? I don't know if that's true or not, but you hear about that over here. Sure, And sure. He, that motherfucker literally, he spent a lot of time researching. There's like all these maps online of like the places you're least likely to step in human shit in San Francisco. <laughs> and he mapped all this shit out. So he wouldn't step in human shit. Well, they get to San Francisco. They go into a, a restaurant. Right when he exits the restaurant, he steps in human shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So he studied <laughs> to oh, figure God. out the least, the places he was least likely to run into human shit. And I've been to San Francisco a million times. I've, I don't think I've ever seen poop on the sidewalk that was human. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's called it's karma. I think that's actually <laughs> karma, you know? So, <laughs> all right. It's the next, is, <laughs> the, my next question, my introduction to Wolfface was fest 18. 
and I very drunkenly stumbled into a show that you guys were playing a Misfits cover set. And, oh, my God, like, that was just one of my greatest moments of fest. In fact, in the YouTube video, you can see near the end, like, my head kind of, like, bobbing up and down in the back of the crowd, like, woo, you know. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> I look for that. The question is, and I think we've kind of talked about this before, are you a big Misfits fan? How did that whole thing come to come together with you guys doing a Misfits cover set at Fest? Yeah, I, I, I love the Misfits. Now, I'm not one of those guys who can name all their deep tracks and stuff and sing them, but I love, you know, the stuff I do know. So every, you know, for the past few years, Tony's let us do a, a cover set one night, and we did, like, Jawbreaker, you know, that was fun. We did... um uh, I'm forgetting who else we've done, but this, that, that year I finally said, let's do the Misfits. Cool. And man, that was probably the most fun I've ever had performing ever. It was so fun singing those songs. Everyone's singing the songs. Back, oh, the, the whole crowd. It, it was, was the most classic. insane thing I've ever been to for a, <laughs> as far as a fest show goes. You know, I was like, what's it? I, I could hear. I didn't even know you guys. I had no idea who you were or anything like that. I was like, who are That's these awesome. fucking guys? Like, holy shit. Like, yeah, the whole crowd was just fucking going ape shit for you guys. Yeah, the, what, the, one of the highlights of all the fests I've ever been to. Just so you know, like, I've learned more about the Misfits since then, listening to your podcast of the Misfits. I didn't know, I probably knew 5% of what was in that in there. And, I, and it was all fascinating, you know, like the, the Danzig and, and uh, Doyle dynamic. And, oh my you know, gosh, and, yeah. And, it's, uh, and, and Danzig just cracked me up. The next thing I want to ask, when uh, Tilt Wheel played with you guys at Fest, the day after that Misfits set, in between songs when Wolfface was playing, and like I was saying, I was standing behind the stage kind of listening and going, well, what's going on? Kind of getting ready to go. The Wolf Howl during Wolfface sets. When did you start that? Has that been a thing kind of from the beginning? Or does, is it something that kind of evolved or... Did people start doing that and you kind of went along with it? Or was it something you kind of prompt from the crowd? I don't know. People just do that. Like, and I think it's because we have this intro song for when we transform backstage, right? We're all set up and then we got to go transform. And we have this like song that plays over the PA. It's like four minutes long. It's always like goofy, like sound clips and shit. And at the end, it's like this kind of ominous build up music. And you hear these wolves howling. And then like at the very end, it's like, one big howl. Oh, that exactly. <laughs> and then usually that's where we're discussing the song. And uh so I think that's where people got it. I don't know. People who started doing it, I love it. I, I, I tell other bands all the time, I'm like, look, if you guys want to have like even more fun, dress up like Dracula's or something or some goofy shit and just do that because it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so it's like a spontaneous Kind of a spontaneous, like, that's how the crowd reacts. Wow, man. For somebody who started a band that didn't really have, all right, we're going to do this and it's going to be, you know, whatever. It's really grown into quite a thing in some ways. It's fucking awesome, man. I love it. I absolutely love it. Thanks. Now, speaking of kind of fans, friends of the band kind of thing and how fans react to you and stuff like that, or people that like you, I hate that fucking word fans or whatever in some ways. Red Brontosaurus Records has the record in stock that you have been looking for. A huge selection of punk, hardcore, pop punk, old school punk, and more is one of the many reasons you should stop by Red Brontosaurus Records today. 
I would like to add the used video game selection available at Red Brontosaurus is bar none. Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, console, and portable gaming unit games are waiting for you at Red Brontosaurus Records. What are you waiting for? Get into Red Brontosaurus Records today. They are open most days from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. and are located at 3044 North Park Way in the North Park neighborhood of San Diego, California. You can reach Red Brontosaurus Records by phone at 619-795-1282 or on the web at www.redbrontosaurus.com. Better yet, follow Red Brontosaurus Records on Instagram and Facebook for all the latest new releases, new inventory, and also live streaming events. Just search for Red Brontosaurus Records on those social media platforms. Also look for live streams via Red Bronto TV on Twitch. Yes, go to Twitch and search for Red Bronto TV. Red Brontosaurus Records has the live streaming entertainment, music record stuff, or video game you need. Just remember, if you're feeling bored, it's time to head toward Red Brontosaurus Records. I want to 
a person in Wolfface's life or existence who seems to be kind of an like an arch enemy of the band in some ways. Owen. Owen is a Dracula. Is he is he like an arch enemy of the band? Or you know, everybody kind of knows werewolves and vampires don't always get along. Just right. And I know we're doing an unmasked thing here, but you know, we gotta go back and forth into character every once in a while. What's the deal with Owen? What well, do you know who Owen is? I do not. No, I don't. I don't. Okay. Uh, Owen is, you know, a guy named Mike Kinsella from the band American Football? No, no. Well, you're, you're not missing much because they're boring as fuck, but they're a pretty big <laughs> band. So American Football is a big indie band, right? And Mike Kinsella, who's like one of the main guys, and it started this little side project called Owen. And it's like, it's like dashboard confessionals, like him and acoustic guitar, oh, right? It, it, okay. It's really dumb, boring stuff, okay. to me at least, you know, that's, that's my opinion. But I never knew the guy, I never knew American football. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's weird. So years ago, probably like four, five years ago now, we, were, we went up to up north and we stopped in Chicago and got to play these two really weird shows put on by the Hard Rock Live. So first we opened for Slick Rick one night at the Hard Rock Hotel in downtown Chicago. Wow. Okay. Go figure. And then next night, we we opened for Owen and Minus the Bear at the Hard Rock Cafe in Chicago. Wow. And um, that weird lineup, right? Uh, but Owen kind of fit in. So he's this like indie rock god, whatever, playing his silly acoustic guitars. So we play our set, and it was a great had a blast. And then Owen gets up, and Owen was too much of a rock star to show up for sound check, of course. Um, so he gets up with his goofy acoustic guitar and plugs into a fuzz pedal and starts playing it. And I guess if he's getting feedback because the motherfucker didn't sound check and he's plugging in an acoustic guitar to a fuzz pedal. And uh, so during the second song, he threw a hissy fit on stage and like said, like, fuck this, I'm out of here. And stormed off the stage, right? And there's all these like people there to see him. It's a crowded place, right? Yeah. And uh, I was drunk Michael J. Wolf, you know, in my underwear and my werewolf form. And uh, I was like, fuck that guy. So I stormed up to the dressing room where Owen was sitting there drinking a beer with the Maya the Bear dude. And I just got in his face. And I was like, what the fuck was that bullshit? You know, like, <laughs> you're going to go up there and play two songs and like have a hissy fit. And uh, he kind of just looked at me, like made some snide comments back and forth. Eventually just started ignoring me. And so I left. So my story on stage is that I kicked his ass in the dressing room. Which, I don't know, may or may yes. not have happened. <laughs> So then I just went back downstairs and uh, we went on his Wikipedia and just started adding all this fucked up shit to his Wikipedia oh, page. Oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> you didn't know. That's great. <laughs> and uh, it was like all about like how he sucked me off before the show and then like through a hissy fit or he had an upset stomach. And, like, and I had screen grabs of where he changed it. It got changed back like the next day. But, oh, sure, sure. That, that was it. So, so from then on, I've had this like storyline where like he's my moral enemy. He's a fucking Dracula because Dracula's are fucking phonies and assholes anyway and uh, oh, that, that's that's the story behind owen 
I like having like uh, I like having a, an enemy, you know. What I mean, like, sure, sure. It just uh, all it does is it adds to the mystique, you know. It adds to the whole the storyline, <laughs> the mystique, you know. That's great. <laughs> yeah, and it makes me giggle. That's like the main thing with all wolf face things. If it makes me giggle, like. I'm going to do it. Then you're good. <laughs> then you're great. You're good to go. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, there wouldn't be any reason to do To me, there's no reason to do a band, period, if you're not going to have some kind of fun with it, you know? Wouldn't it be boring to be a guy oh. like like that guy? Like where you're like, oh, I can't. I don't even. I can't bother to show up for sound check. And oh, this does, sounds like shit. So I'm just not going to play. Well, that would suck, man. I'd yeah. rather fuck, dude. I'd rather it, work at like an AMPM or uh, Wawa or something like that than do shit like that. You know, 100%. that'd be way more yeah, fun. Man. <laughs> and they just play like boring emo songs anyway. So I don't know. Oh, what, what a horrible that, life. That doesn't sound fun. No, it sounds kind of like a miserable existence to me. So they probably like the movie Magnolia. <laughs> right that there's probably a magnolia tribute band out there maybe that can be your next ar- group of arch enemies that you know like hey we we found the magnolia tribute band and there is a guy in the band that looks like tom cruise so fuck that guy that's the dude you need to go after first so that's my suggestion dude, i anyway. love that that'd be awesome <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm gonna start a band like that for fest 2021 just to fuck with you. We'll show up on stage and start th- doing whatever they do in Magnolia, crying all over you or some shit. You know, I, I don't know. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> now, <laughs> I think I'm going to make you, you watch, you watch. Have you had ever had anybody react to the band in a bad way? Like, I know you're in Florida. I'm sure there is some drunk dude in the audience going, man, fuck you fucking werewolves fuck you dudes man you know, i'm sure that had to have happened at some point right uh i you know it's funny it really hasn't go figure really? i thought really? the same thing and one time yeah and when we first started playing you know we were kind of playing all over florida we went to the uh east coast and played like coco beach or something at this bar and there was no one there for us it was a bunch of bikers like top ass looking bikers at this bar and uh you know when i play I'm in my underwear and I, I'm kind of like homoerotic and stuff. And, right. you know, and uh, my drummer's like, dude, Greg, you, you, I mean, Michael J. He's like, dude, you better tone it down. Like, don't like do like your super weird stuff to these dudes or we're going to get our asses kicked. So I doubled it. Like I did it even like more homoerotic <laughs> and like just weird. And the biker dudes loved it. They thought it was hilarious and fun. And like, it wasn't even close to being a bad scene. So believe it or not, we really haven't had a negative reaction, which is so surprising. That is surprising. Because I tried to get a negative reaction. <laughs> you were, it sounds like you were like really trying to make it happen at least that night for sure. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I can't see how anybody wouldn't like Wolf Face, but you know how it is. There are party poopers all over the goddamn country. Look, that's how we ended up with Donald Trump. There's a lot of people out there who just fucking hate <laughs> everybody and everything. So that's great. So you've never had somebody say, man, that's the stupidest shit I've ever seen or anything like that. I'm sure there's plenty of people that say it, but I haven't heard it, you know, in person. Cool. So, I mean, probably people say it on the internet. I don't know. You know. Right, right. Well, no, that's good. That gives me a lot more faith in the human race. So uh, good. I'm glad. Now, the other question I had, <laughs> the other question I had, the masks. You're in Florida. Dude, those masks have to be fucking stifling. Are they not? like stifling to you do you ever feel like yeah. passing out from wearing that fucking mask your poor drummer wolf oh yeah, f- fuck well that's the thing too like people bitching about wearing masks these days fuck off man we played like <laughs> right. shows outside somewhere in florida 
wearing that shit. And, you know, one time, you know, I can't think of the hottest show we played, but, you know, we played plenty of, like, even outdoor shows in midsummer in Florida. Oh, man. And we haven't died yet, knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> Did it take some time to get used to that, kind of having this thing on your face and still being able to see, to play music and do your thing and breathe and blah, blah, blah? Yeah, a little bit. It's just hot as hell, and the masks are so gross. Like, they're, like, the latex is, like, melting, and, uh, like, they're just they're disintegrating. And... <laughs> they're just kind of foul but yeah it's hot as hell i'm almost naked otherwise so maybe that makes it easier (laughs) you're right you've got a lot of uh how do you want to say it like ventilation going on in other parts of your body so yeah (laughs) (laughs) now what you mentioned the the shows in chicago what are some other really like memorable shows that you played where you're like dude that was like the most fun show we've ever played because like you said you have the misfits cover show you said that was really crazy and then these really strange shows in Chicago's anything else that really comes to mind? Yeah. Well, you know, we, we played some big state, like we played this one show where it's like, we were sandwiched between imagine dragons and 21 pilots, believe it or not, like wow. on this huge stage. It, it was fine, but the best shows, like there's a place down here called the bins in St. Pete. In fact, when you all come back down, if you come down to St. Pete to play, play a show, we need to play at the bins. Uh, it's this little dive bar real small back room for bands to play and it just it's so easy to pack and people just go nuts there's no stage you know you're just playing on the floor cool and that's probably i probably have my most memorable fun shows there just because it gets so packed hot crazy everyone's packing like sardines those are the most fun shows by far you know yeah yeah agreed yeah yeah so for you yeah it's just okay like hometown shows for you if you play at a place like that or something like that that's kind of your like good time, like awesome show kind of thing. Yeah. And then fast. I mean, it's always had an amazing kind of fest. It's because you played like these huge, big, crazy shows and it's like, oh, those are fun. But I like, you'd much prefer to actually play at a smaller place where everybody's there. Like, oh, I'm sure like all your friends and people, you know, and it's just like, woohoo, like a great time kind of thing. Totally. And I don't want to seem like we played a bunch of those big shows because we haven't. Like we're not that, we're not a big band, obviously. But we play, we dabble in some of those, and like the smaller shows are way more fun, you know. Sure, sure. There was also some kind of a story about a corporate rock party that Wolfface was involved in. The Owen story, or is this a whole different thing? Oh, it's, it's different. It's kind of tied in because what the way like Hard Rock Cafe, I guess they have corporate headquarters in Orlando, and we play a lot in Orlando. We have a pretty good following in Orlando. That's about two hours away from where we are. Yeah, and uh, years ago we played there, and there's this dude named James who saw us, who like fell in love with us. Like he's like one of our biggest fans, and he works up in Hard Rock Corporate. He's a super cool guy. He's in bands, small bands, you know. And so he got like he got us. He, he they paid us a bunch of money to go to Chicago to play like those two Hard Rock shows. He got us um, our music video. You know how music videos play in Hard Rock cafes when you go? Yeah. He got he got our music video on that. So literally, you can be at a Hard Rock Cafe anywhere in the world, and our Wolfface video might pop up. I've had people send me photos from like Barcelona, Hard Rock. It's so weird and funny. Um, And then like, yeah, he invited us to play like their corporate like uh, Christmas party. And like, we get there, it's like this beautiful like garden. There's like magicians walking around. There's this big stage set up, like all this fancy shit. People dressed up all nice and stuff. Then we got in, I got my underwear and we went and played like our loud music, <laughs> all of them. And I don't know, if, I know James liked it a lot. 
I don't know how much his coworkers liked it, but uh, we haven't been invited back, oh. believe it or not. Oh, bummer. <laughs> but it was oh. fun. It was weird, but fun. I just love weird shit like that, like weird opportunities. I'm all about it, man. If it comes our way, I'll, I'll jump on it. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would have happened if you would have been like the house band for all the hard rock corporate Christmas parties? <laughs> that would be quite that's the what I'm thinking on. <laughs> that would be the claim to fame. <laughs> Keep working at it. Keep working. Okay. One of my last questions that I have for you, you know, part of my shtick is all about kind of paranormal ghost stuff. And I have a lot of interest in that type of thing. What are your thoughts on ghosts uh, or paranormal things? Do you believe in ghosts or anything like that? You know, I, 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 pro I guess I do. Cause I've had a couple instances where like I'm laying in bed. And I, I remember them very specifically, like a, really two instances in particular where like I'm laying in bed at night and it's, 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 it's dark, you know, my wife's asleep. And our doors cracked open, and I'll like just hear a voice, like say hi or something, and the door will like move open. I've had that happen to me twice. Whoa! And I can't tell if it's because I'm like in some like weird like between like REM sleep and the awake, you know? Right. And I'm dreaming it. It doesn't seem like a dream because I'm pretty much awake, and uh, it's it's not like scary. Like the voice is very like comforting almost. And so I look when I like open my, like look over at the door, I'm not like scared or anything. And like the door will like either move open or shut. And that's happened to me twice. Uh, but other than that, I haven't really experienced anything. So I guess I do. I mean, I've always kind of thought that was something that uh, we don't understand, you know? Sure. That there could be something out there. We just don't know what it is. Or is it like somebody's, like their soul, quote unquote, or whatever? Or is it just energy? Or I don't know. That's kind of why I'm so curious about it. Because I'm trying to maybe get some idea of what it is before I fucking croak. So I know where I'm going to go. You know, I, I, there could be something yeah, right. to it, so I don't know. Interesting. Okay. All right. Is that in your, did that happen in your house that you're in right now, where you live now? No, it happened in, in our house when we were, when I was in, the, when I, I, I was at law school, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> um, we were down in St. Pete. I was in law school. It happened then. And it happened in our house that we lived in after that. But I don't think it's happened in our house now yet. So, yeah. So, I guess our house is clean of spirits. Wow. Are you Knock a wood. law school? Are you a lawyer? Yeah. Are you really? Or not a lawyer. No kidding. Michael yeah. J. Wolf, attorney at law. Excellent. Okay. Wow. Don't, don't let it get out too much. I don't, I don't want to lose my street cred. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're good. Oh, yeah. We'll stop that line of questioning right there. So, yeah, that about does it. For you guys about, if you want to ask about it, it's fine. I'm sorry. I don't know if it's interesting to anybody. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, just real quick, what what kind of law do you practice? Uh, I'm a personal injury attorney, actually, so I'm an ambulance chaser. Oh, no kidding! <laughs> what, do you have <laughs> not your, literally? No, sure, sure. Do you, do you have your own practice? Yeah, I do actually. I uh, I actually started my own practice a year ago. I was working for other firms before that, and uh, so now I've been on my own. I'm a sole practitioner, believe it or not. I'm a trial attorney, and that's just, that's what I do in real life. And uh, all this other stuff just for fun. <laughs> wow. So, do you, okay, are, this is what I'm, here's where this line of questioning is going. Are there billboards around town that say injured, call, yada, yada, you know, here we go. <laughs> if not, you need those. I, I would, I would there, suggest. <laughs> there are no, there are no Michael J. Wolf werewolf attorney ah, billboards. I, I don't advertise at all. I'm, it's, it's all word of mouth. Uh, <laughs> Maybe someday if I get desperate, you'll have the werewolf attorney billboards. Yeah, that would be great. In fact, when we were in, we played, we played in Texas years ago, and as we were driving there, there were all these billboards for the rock and roll lawyer, and it was like this kind of like 
long haired mullet guy with like a leather vest on. <laughs> he looked like the cutest <laughs> shit ever. And uh, hey, it, maybe it works for him, I guess. I don't know. Wow. Where, did he have like one of those American flag, like bandana hat things on or whatever the hell calls? He should have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he should have yeah. if he did. So, all right, great. Anything coming up with Wolfface? Like, as far as, you know, we can't do anything since the plague is going so strong, but. I know you did a live set for one of the fest things. Do you have any other like yeah. streaming things coming up? No, not really. Um, we've been asked and I've kind of turned them down because I don't really like, do, we had fun doing the fest one, uh, but I don't want to do like an acoustic one or anything. That's just, yeah. I'm not good at that. You know, our new record came out earlier this year and we had all these shows set up and a little tour set up in April you know, to promote it. Obviously all that got canceled. So yeah. who knows when we're going to be playing again, but um, we did release, a music video and jingle for liquid death mountain water a month or so ago i was able to do that in my house they paid us actually a good amount of money to make a music video jingle for them are you sponsored by liquid death too do you guys are is the band no, sponsored no. by them no no okay no uh, so you, you remember they were doing all the water at fest last right. year right yes and yeah. um afterwards their head guy like reached out to us was like hey i'd like to do something with you guys sometime and i was i was like Fucking yeah, awesome. So I actually just instantly, he didn't even say what, what, I just wrote a jingle, like a minute long Liquid Death. It's like a wolf face song, but it's about Liquid Death and being a werewolf and it being able to quench the werewolf's thirst and all that bullshit. Wow, cool. <laughs> and I kind of liked it. I demoed it and we sent it to him and he's like, hey, uh, record it for real and uh, do a video for it. It's like, fucking awesome. So we recorded it. You know, that cost us nothing because our bass player has a recording studio. And uh, we had these plans to fly these directors down to actually do a legit video down here. But COVID happened right before they were supposed to come down. Oh, so it got all canceled. Yeah. So in May, I was like, I came up with this idea to just do like this weird animated video in my house um, on my own. And it worked out great. And it, I, I love how it came out. And the Liquid Death people think it's like a lot. But it got released like it was supposed to release on a Thursday. And it's the week George, George Floyd got murdered. And all the protests started. Oh, so it was wow. like, we can't fucking put this shit out there now, you know? And so we waited a couple of weeks and then released it. And it was kind of, we really didn't push it that much because still everything, you know, important was going on. Sure. And I didn't really want to add to Facebook feeds with my goofy shit. So I posted it and, you know, I don't, I don't know if it got much traction, you know, too much other stuff was going on, but I had fun doing it. We made some money. I don't even think I saw it, which is, would be weird because oh. usually whatever you post, I usually see. And then there we go, you know? So, okay. I'm going to have to look that oh, up. Bob, do, me, do me a favor and go look up Wolf, like YouTube Wolf Face Liquid Death. I want you to see it. Cool. Okay, great. All right. Good, good. I will. I will. Owen is in it. Uh, Lars Metallica is in it. So it's cast a character. Oh, fuck yes. Okay. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, Okay. All right. Any final words? Anything else you want to say before we sign off here? I just have a question for you, Bob. Have you seen our Metallica video with all like the dicks in it? No, I have not. No. When you get off this, you need to, because it got banned from YouTube and every place. It's only on Pornhub now. Okay. So on and Google type in Pornhub Wolfface or Wolfface Pornhub. And the first video that pops up is a video for our song, Death to Wolf Posers. Death okay. Posers, gotcha. And you have to watch it. It's my favorite thing we've ever made. We literally took that shitty Metallica video where they're playing in the prison and just put pasted our song over it, drew all these cocks all over it and have them like 
shitting each other's mouths and stuff. And like, it's, it's my favorite thing ever. So please watch that. You promise me you'll watch that. I promise. <laughs> I promise. Okay. okay. And, and anybody listening, I think you should do that too. So once this comes out, awesome. yeah, check it out. <laughs> All right, great. Yeah. All right, Michael J. Well, thank you. Michael J. Greg is his real name. Shh, don't tell anybody. Thank you very much for talking to me and oh, coming shit. on. And uh, yeah. Thanks, Bob. It's been awesome, man. Well, there you have it, folks. Wolf face unmasked. Revealed as just plain average ordinary people, not a superstar basketball playing band of werewolves. So sorry to kind of break that mystique around Wolfface to disappoint, but here at the I Want to Party with Bob Bobcast, I am all about truth, justice, and the anti-American way. I will say this, Wolfface may not be half human, half wolf. But they are for sure 100% fucking awesome. Like I said at the beginning of the kind of little audio drama thing or whatever it was that I did at the beginning of this episode, I first discovered Wolfface in 2019 at Fest 18, and I haven't been the same since in a good way. I fucking love Wolfface. The music, the songs, it's so good. Michael J. Wolf is an absolutely incredible person. And I don't think anyone else on earth could pull off a Teen Wolf tribute band with this much class, style, and pizzazz. Yes, pizzazz. They are so, so good. The songs in this episode so far have been, in chronological order, Dog Whistle, With or Without Boof, and the last one that you heard was Owen is a Dracula. The final song at the very end of the episode is simply titled The Wolf. What, what a rad episode. I recorded a bunch of the sound effects stuff myself and kind of opened a door to a major sound person nerding out. Uh, great. It's kind of like just what I need, another hobby. That is absolutely something I do not need in my life, for sure. Doing the weird little news story special report thing was super, super fun. I hope to do more of those. It was a lot of work. It was a fucking pain in the ass, but it was fun. Since there were actual parts to play in this drama thing that I did, I did recruit some awesome people to record the dialogue that was not me. And here they are in order of appearance. Playing the part of the clerk at Tony's Liquor Store was Todd Allen, who you may know from the bands Square Crow and Slow Draw, Plus, he is the CEO of Paper Street Cuts Records. Playing the part of Mr. Howard at Howard's Hardware was Matt McCracken, who you may know as the singer of the band Madison Bloodbath. Playing the part of Lisa Booth Marconi was Misky D. Rodriguez, who you may know from the band City Mouse, as well as many other ventures and things that she does. Misky makes buttons and things like that via her mouse and monkey button company. Why don't you give them a shot, order some buttons or some keychains, bottle openers, something like that. And last but not least, playing the part of Michael J. Wolf was Michael J. Wolf. Mr. Wolf was starring as himself. I guess you could say that. A huge thanks to Michael J. Wolf for the interview and the dialogue and letting me use the music of Wolfface in this episode. You are the best, my friend. I really, really appreciate it. A very bigly thanks to all of you who contributed dialogue as well. 
you know I'm going to abuse this and ask for help again next time I do something like this, right? Yeah, yeah, I will, for sure. Also, a huge thanks to Plan 9 Alehouse and Red Brontosaurus Records. I really appreciate your support of the Bobcast. As always, thank you for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the Bobcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm going to leave you with the song The Wolf by none other than Wolfface. Here it is. Good night. Cause you were all I ever loved